intro going. We're just talking at the cold, cold intro. You don't know what we're saying. This is like a singing. Make sense, yeah. Cold intro time. It's a cold intro. We're chatting before the show starts. We're just talking stuff that's not that important yet. Cold intro time. Got that cold intro. It's so cold. Icy cold intro time. I forgot yeah, to change the name of the recording file. <laughs> I wonder how often Waz actually does that. Like, when no one's around. <laughs> oh, and, for, and for how long. I just <laughs> that part. Like, in the shower. <laughs> Go scrub my armpits. Cause right. <laughs> <laughs> having a wash. Have a nice wash time. It's shower time. We're going to have a nice shower. Oh, Getting it's too cold. Suds. We're going to turn it up higher. <laughs> <laughs> the rubber ducky is a freezing. Uh, yeah, no. Dude, when the duck is cold and you get in there and the water's all warm, but the duck is cold and you're like, ooh, the duck is so cold. I <laughs> I was reading about this thing and it's just uh, it's just like a challenge to do to yourself, maybe to like increase discipline or something, but just take a cold shower in the morning. Yeah. And I really wanted to try it, but I was like, oh, man, nah, it's not worth it. <laughs> you'd, make, you'd make a horrible Catholic. You can start yeah. cold and, and hot, you guys, or, or, like, start hot and cold. Start I, cold known, and hot. Yeah, uh, you don't want to start like, cold and then go hot. You don't want to yeah. go hot and then cold. I knew people who did the hot-cold thing. They ended at when they just needed that extra to wake up. Yeah. They would just, like, leave it on cold for a minute. And then Honestly, it guys, out. you got to get to bed earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Burst of cold at the end is is so rude to your body. Oh, yeah. Burst of cold at the end would be the worst. It's yeah. like because you're already cold at the end, toweling. Right, right. Anyway, you guys, we've got an alert. That's right. Uh. It's Gracie Conversation, the talk show. That's spelled how you would expect greasy conversation at the dot com. If you dot com it, then what's going to happen is you can look at the links if you find this particular episode and follow along with these crazy news articles with us that we've found and curated. We've got wildlife news. We've got science and technology. We've got uh, cutting edge particle physics like usual. And, uh, and then weird Florida man stuff. We've got the wildlife starting off here extra 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 wildlife right the yeah man. top loaded and of course new york josh yeah welcome back thank you thank you oh yeah always back one of our, definitely not popular demand one of our correspondents all right i had the music's going right it's just going it's in here i don't hear the music in my headphones but it's in there What's go oh, my headphones are just turned quiet. Ah, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> All right, you guys. You know what's up. Anyway, oh, yeah, out. the music is still playing. Okay. You guys, it's 2020. Let's get this together. Come on. What are we doing yeah. here? Yeah. <laughs> we've right. got spinny lights for the people just listening. The video feed's up at a new level because we've got little tiny lights that spin around like mm -hmm. there's some kind of siren alarm occurring. One of those siren alarms. Yeah. That kind of alarm. <laughs> anyway. What's, what's, what's this first article we've All got right, brewing so here? so this is uh, a deputy, and this took place in no South Carolina, George, Georgetown. Um, a deputy was uh, went to answer a call about a suspected burglary, and they get there. It's apparently at, like, a farm, and uh, the, the canine attacks one of the cows, so the deputy has to tase the canine... And then the cow kicks the deputy. So in this 
weird chain of events. It doesn't look the guy didn't uh, get seriously injured. Minor injuries, it says. This photo it's just a stock photo of cows kicked by a cow and it was a minor injury. I know, like it's impressive. Yeah, like they'll 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 fuck you up, man. Like getting kicked by a big ass animal like that, nah. Well, if you if you tase an animal that's biting a cow, it, it, it like lowers the kicking strength of the cow. Yeah, it's a thing. There's true. too many. It's like a telephone game of tasing, and <laughs> so everyone's not as into it. I, I just, I just, I, I would love to be the person on duty at the doctor's office when he comes in with a work comp claim. Right. <laughs> I had to play taser telephone. Just, I, my favorite part though is, is like the, the forehead. The caption under the picture it says. Uh, the sheriff's office said that the burglary call proved to be unfounded. <laughs> <laughs> so all that. For not, yeah, for nothing. Just like someone probably saw just someone walking by and they're like paranoid. Okay. You know? How bad is your canine training that when your canine bites a cow, like you got to tase your own dog? Like I've never had to punish my any animal I've had on that taser level. I've never had to discipline them with taser force. I don't know. I think if I was interrupted eating the steak, someone would have to tase me to stop. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but canines are Beef supposed to be so I mean, highly trained. Yeah. And uh they don't they're not supposed to do shit like that. They're not supposed ever. to require a tasing even if they are yeah, getting unruly. Yeah. Like what well, is this South Carolina a possibility it's just the 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 canine just could be a racist against cows. They're using like pit bulls as police dogs. <laughs> no hate on pit bulls, but that locking jaw, though. Yeah, the dog was an actual racist. <laughs> it was just like it was just dude's comfort animals, like a chihuahua. He wasn't even like a trained right. police dog. It's like, oh man, I gotta tase him again. Oh man, oh, man, guys, don't tase your pets. Or is That's that the like, Is that the way he he just always trained the dog <laughs> since the beginning? Bad, bad, don't make me tase you again. <laughs> Wait, where did it where did it bite the cow? Like did, did it jump it, on the cow and bite on the neck? I'm sure it, it probably tried to get a big old hunk of that rump. <laughs> <laughs> They're just worried about I property damage. I shoulder myself. <laughs> oh man. It's you just pro that? property fun, damage avoidance. Fun story. They don't they don't want to pay the farmer for having because as, as a farmer I'd sue the police force letting your dog bite on my animals. Like get that out of here. Put that dog away. Taze that thing somewhere else. Right. All right. Yeah, that's gross. All right, moving on. Oh, wait, wait, hey, you guys. There you go. That's for you. That still seemed like it went through the... There's something I'm neglecting. I'll figure it out one day. <laughs> you guys heard music of some kind. Oh, it's that one. Oh, okay. Here we go. Oh, hey, you guys. That's what the theme song normally sounds like. If I didn't goof it up today, but there's another there's another thing that that's going on that that we traditionally have going on. Check it out. Yeah, that's right. Ah, it's powerful. Yeah, that's that submarine of of knowledge. Powerful submarine. Huh. There we go. Yeah, knowledge. Who put it on this? It's it's like a slapback echo. Man, people get. There we go. <laughs> So we've got a telescope inside a contact lens. Oh, see that 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 voice of, that voice of God echoes not as dramatic. There is like a good ah. Uh, that'll eh. Ooh, there's an echo. That's a one. That's yeah. one. You know, you, you put the, so the things you forget to put on your checklist. I never thought to put on my check pre-show checklist. Like make sure that echo's dialed in. <laughs> Just a silly thing I paw at later on. Anyway, 
A telescope and a contact lens. Yeah, that seems pretty dope. I would totally sign up for that. Like, I wonder, can you shut it off, or is it always on? Objects in objects in context lens is farther than they appear. I wonder, yeah, like how you activate it. It says, wink, wants to zoom. <laughs> <laughs> Which just is already going to start all kinds of, of trouble. So like a normal blink won't activate it, but you wink real hard, get, like really mean it. Right. And it probably it's like one of those hot corn poppers where it goes like kapop and like <laughs> like the end of a clicky pen. Right. And then the lens pops out, you're zooming. And so how do you how do you retract it? It says uh, to toggle between the magnified and normal views, the lenses must be worn with a pair of electronic glasses. Oh. Uh, a wink with one eye makes the glasses switch to a polarized filter that directs light to the telescopic part of the lenses. Winking with the other eye switches the setting. <clears throat> back to let light pass through normally so like one eye is to activate and one is to deactivate so you can just like all of this versus just holding a telescope to your eye yeah just carrying <laughs> around <laughs> <a big laughs> telescope. But then people will know you're telescoping around right yeah, yeah. like right, some maybe, telescoping villain maybe you want strangers to know that you're an astrophysicist you know I mean? <laughs> astrophysicist. Right? yeah i know neil degrasse tyson we're buds so yeah neil's always walking around with this telescope telescoping at things yeah. dropping names put that away we're at a restaurant <laughs> in the name of hubble and kepler i swear <laughs> i don't drop as many names as right Feynman would let me use my telescope in the restaurant yeah, but, I just don't like the idea of having to activate it by winking. I don't want, like, plan planets <laughs> to think that I'm into them. Or, like, there's... I wink in my telescope. The moon's like, is that guy flirting with me? Now, have you guys ever met someone who, like, couldn't wink with one eye? Are there, are there, is that a real thing? I've, I think I've seen it on shows where people, like, they just physically can't just... Like, non-stroke people, like, like just people, like, just normal... Peop yeah, who just... I'm sure, I couldn't, I'm sure there are people. That... I couldn't until much later in life. I had to really put put in the time later on. Really? I was a yeah. late bloomer winker. <laughs> yeah, I would look like I was just grimacing at people, but asymmetrically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like really just overdone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'm like holding one eye open so they get it. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. This one's not. I'm still, I'm still practicing. This one's not supposed to be closed. So just imagine. Yeah, I had to do like this. exercises like that with my hand over one eye. <laughs> that, that dominant one eye. Yeah, there's like uh, an app that guides you. It like plays a little melody when you get it right. Like you winked. <laughs> Level passed. Are these contact? I mean, it looks like people would be able to tell if it's got this gold thing on the lens that turns just where your pupil would be gold. Hmm. Yeah, I so thought that the metal rings were like in some kind of, you know, those Tupperwares that you pull on them and they pop higher. Yeah, yeah I know what you're talking I about. I totally yeah. thought it would telescope so, accordion. So like it come out from your eye, your cornea. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it looks like it does in this picture. Oh, There's God. like concentric brass rings in this contact lens. How painful! I thought it was. <laughs> I thought it was just steampunk. Uh, I, I just said, uh, oh, man, God. The I, one on the left is the one on the right. I think is the actual product. Yeah, I don't think these pictures so are from the same product. It's so irritating the underneath the ear eyelid you know what i mean it's just i i just wonder the practical applications of this like dude spying looking at spy documents like a spy yeah we're a little redundant about that but spies look I, at those spy documents you know and is it like is it just one level of ma magnification to where it just you're automatically at 32 times <laughs> yeah i want that wide angle situation i want it to look like a like a youtuber when I wink. Or where you can like dial it in, like yeah. you know, just 
Looks focus. like unbox therapy. <laughs> How do you focus? <laughs> it just keeps going. Right. Wink once. Wink once to activate. Pull on your left ear to focus. <laughs> oh, yeah. Shake your phone upside down and then hold it screen up. <laughs> then blow over the top of your screen at the person you want to transfer the file to. <laughs> uh, that's it. it just it, The practical applications are just amazing to me. It just seems like a voyeur's dream. Oh, oh totally. yeah, like was... peeping toms like some, the the developers got like warrants in four states. Let's market well, them yeah. to helicopter pilots, you guys. Helicopter pilots probably want to telescope all the time. Do you guys know any helicopter pilots? <laughs> is, it too, just... is it too soon to have a helicopter joke? Oh, I wasn't even no. Oh man, now you made it sad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and no, it's not. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want my helicopter pilot looking through any altered visual. Yeah. Peeping around. He's I got... want them to have full situational awareness, <laughs> not be like, looking for chicks. With red them. and blue 3D glasses. He's like, look how <laughs> hip I am, coptering around. With As like... you fly into the ground. <laughs> yeah. All right. You guys, moving on. I mentioned the submarine of knowledge, right? We did that submarine of knowledge thing. Was I clear oh, yeah. on that? That was the submarine of knowledge, by the way. One of those. Anyway. So there was this uh, this artist who put 99 smartphones and walked around the uh, empty streets of Berlin, put them in a little, like, radio flyer, red wagon type thing. And uh, everywhere he walked with it, Google Maps picked it up and displayed a traffic jam nice. on the street he was at. Nice. So... And he was, I don't know, what did he say he was doing it for? To just... It was an art project. Yeah, and point to out, like... To his immense wealth. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, where'd you get all these smartphones, Jeez, of crow. He, he has to call it an art project, because otherwise, yeah. if this was, like, real research or something, he'd get called out for lying about there being 99 phones in this yeah, thing. Because, look, look it's 60 tops. There's no right. way this wagon has 99 phones in it. It's like yeah, that's probably true. Yeah, it's pretty shallow. Well, yeah. it's Berlin. I mean, it's probably meant luff balloons, but there's only <laughs> sixty-five phones. It's like I'll copy that luff balloons number, but I'm not buying hundred <laughs> phones. It's silly. But uh, forty, fifty will do. I love this idea, though. I mean, people are using the technology almost like in a uh, uh, like a gorilla way, um, like the people who use their Fitbits and draw penises on their routes. Yeah, yeah you yeah. know, I, I, I just it's, it's to me it's I didn't like know that so. Was a thing. Yeah, it's like the, so. Like, um, and they'll post it online, and it's like the the whole path that they do is like some. I've seen middle fingers, you know, like somebody tracing out a middle finger. I I love that idea, man. It's just like, it's it's smart. I wrote my name in Google Maps by drawing a route on the streets, like a path for someone to follow. But I didn't walk it. I just drew it on the map. <laughs> Look, these streets can spell my name. We <laughs> share with grandma. Geotag you in your car as you're driving. <laughs> <laughs> you're driving on the Waz pathway. Congratulations. You guys, check out my reviews on Google Maps. My reviews are really good. I wrote all of them as if I'm a feudal lord <laughs> talking about, like, my constituents. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, every description is if I've brought, like, an army there and, like, how they were... It's really good. <laughs> All right, Walls, why don't you break down this... Uh, Breaking it down. Hacked baby monitor. Hacked and baby monitors. 
Well, baby monitors, most of them are just on a um, on a band and just like basic FM. So you could have a uh, a transceiver that's like a basic FM transceiver that you can. Um, what do you call it? Change the frequency on, mm -hmm. and you're right there on the band. And then a more advanced one, uh, you could use this thing called a um, I forget what it's called, but it's like a a, a radio device that you hook to a computer mm -hmm. that can just do a huge spectrum of radio stuff, legal and illegal, uh, mm. send and receive, and just find what band the baby monitors are on and pop right in, pop right in there. If it's not encrypted. Yeah, because this one looks like it was one that, uh, it was like a camera that you could use an app to, like, move the camera around. And someone, oh, yeah. Someone, like, got access to their, kind of, like, case the house out beforehand. Well, it's like if your network isn't protected and it's on your network, or if yeah, it connects, lots of times you buy these things and they just have an open SSID to connect right. to. Yeah. You hop on there, you use the default password from the manufacturer, and Bob's your uncle. It makes you really wonder with all these ring technology and all the phones that they're doing, or the uh, the cameras for home security, how secure is that? Um, well, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, people complain about one product having a slower setup time than the other, but the one with the slower setup time probably came safer. The quicker setup one mm -hmm. is the one that if you were some noob and you just plugged it in, you're like, oh, it works, great. And then all of a sudden they're opening your garage door and stealing your stuff. Right. So it's one of those things. Uh, routers, back in the day, man, when people would have uh, internet without that web and you'd get on their network all innocuously and just go to 192.168 dot zero dot one I said one six date you know what I mean that's, <laughs> yeah. that's a number two and uh you know and admin password password and you can make yourself a little uh like uh war node and dds some people was that like password password was that pretty common well linksys routers were always username admin password password yeah or admin admin netgear but yeah, always 192.168.01 or .11. Shit, yeah. now I gotta change my password. Yeah, that's like <laughs> super boring to the people that know that already. And it's like people, there's there's people that are impressed by that, but that's like the, you really remember that number when you do like any amount of networking for like work for a few years. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's right. like it, but I can I can play like I'm special for remembering like the one number that's ever the number for that. <laughs> All right, this one. Oh man. So apparently this dude was like in a in an altercation with his girlfriends and these I don't know if it was just like a a furry there was a furry convention in uh, San Jose California. Oh God, bring those lights! That's and so, awesome. And, he, and so these like furries went over to like break it up because the dude started. So it just says assaulting his girlfriend or whatever. So like all these furries just go over is, and is like there a video? hold oh. them down. You guys. I love 
this show that like the moment things get too heady and like oh blah blah networking some number furries <laughs> down and assaulting furries gone wild yeah like there's there's assault there's intrigue there's a damsel in distress and there's people in animal costumes taking this dude down yeah it's action jackson over here for the cops dude my favorite part of this like i mean it's a short article but at the bottom it says furries are enthusiasts who celebrate characters and stories involving anthropomorphic animals or fictitious characters that have human traits (laughs) is that all they do Sure, yeah. That's all they do. They celebrate. They pull that from Wikipedia, I wonder. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They just celebrate characters. They oh, celebrate God. so hard yeah. and long. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, it's, it's too bad there wasn't a kid on the side throwing balls going, I choose you. <laughs> oh, oh God. And the sad thing is there's a furry convention. I think that's the thing, the takeaway. I kind of want to go to one. Just, just to see, just just to kind of like, go, what in the hell is going on here? I don't care about the convention time. I'm just like, would like to find a, a pair of cozy, well knitted suits for Valentine's Day. <laughs> it just seems like a way to experience things that's just like really carpeted, you know? <laughs> it's like how things got really like out of control with shaving, and I don't know if you've noticed, but. There's ads on Pornhub now where, like, the lady's got, like, a pubic hair heart and, like, pubes are back. Not to take it gross after this beautiful thing we've been talking about, but pubes are back so hard that I think furries are, like, the natural conclusion of that trend. (laughs) 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 We're going to be, instead of being hairy down there, you want to be hairy all over. Everywhere! Yeah. It's not enough hair in the world. I need a costume. It's, it's, it fulfills my dream of yeah. always wanting to get raped by a unicorn. No, right. unicorns aren't fuzzy enough. That's the thing. That's why unicorns are out, and it's like wolves. The wolves. Someone got turned Cartoon on. Cartoon wolves. By, a, yeah. All right, you guys have to go undercover at a furry convention. What, what's the cost? Isn't everybody undercover? I want to be a leopard. A leopard. You're going double undercover. I want to be a turtle just for the armor alone. <laughs> Just for the armor. Oh my gosh. <laughs> does, that, uh, does that count? Can you be like a furry uh, reptile? I saved a pornographic image that you can't even see any naughty bits on just because it's a beautiful woman with like a like a generic Ninja Turtle backpack and it's like plush. <laughs> I don't think she's even naked. I don't think it's even porn. It just popped up in... <laughs> That situation because it was so hot that she had this Ninja Turtle backpack. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. It's that that's, easy. That's that's, her, that's men, a turn on. Women have to attract men with their minds now more than ever. It's but. such a role reversal. They can't just be hot. They have to be into something cool. Well, I like that. In fact, idea. that's like more important. Yeah, they can I, be ugly and yeah. like uh, be carrying around a lightsaber yeah. or something. Right. And all of a sudden, they're all interesting. Or at a furry convention. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Wearing like a wolf helmet. Like looking, winking at me through the mouth of the wolf. <laughs> <laughs> Things are getting complicated, you guys, in love uh, and life. Oh, oh my God, that's, that's, that's a story to tell the grandkids right there. It's pretty awesome. Winking at me from the inside of the mouth of a wolf. I saw her beautiful nose behind those fangs. <laughs> oh my God, is that is that is this? I'm looking at the picture on the website. Is that the uh, the man? 
Look at the tail. This person has a tail as big as their torso. That's got to get so dirty. Well, you know, balance. <laughs> oh, man, to be a dry cleaner in the era that we have heading towards us. Oh, God, I couldn't imagine. Like, is there a specialty dry cleaners that only does, like, furry costumes? There's got to be. Got to be. Like, it's the it's the one guy. Ladies, gentlemen, we have, we have an investment opportunity for you. <laughs> <laughs> if you really want to corner the market. If some people are going to have tails like this uh, crazy pink squirrel here. Then yeah, it's, there's maintenance involved. You just don't use Tide on cold. You use Spunk Lube, which is a sponsor, and they're non-staining. So if you're a furry and you're looking for a lubricant that's going to keep your costume fresh when you're getting unfresh in a hurry, Spunk Lube. Spunk Lube. Yeah, that's really a product that sponsors us. We've got like a big jar of it to throw at each other later. <laughs> Totally. I love it. Yeah, hit me up. I'll hook you up with samples because I just carry them around like a freak. <laughs> <laughs> on, the, on, the off chance you, on the off chance you run across the furry free-for-all. She got the sponsor. It's non-staining. Yeah, I, should, I should start carrying some with me so that like when I'm waiting at a bus stop and Jehovah's Witnesses like, hand me their pamphlets, I can just hand them like spunk lube back. <laughs> Way better than just declining. Here's my religion. Yeah. <laughs> Why is my creepy voice just Batman? <laughs> right. Uh, uh. <laughs> now you can't be a Batman furry. You have to be just just a bat furry. Are you looking for a non-staining sexual lubricant? It's <laughs> <laughs> my furry costume is this bat. It's just leather. <laughs> With an enormous codpiece. <laughs> oh, is this bat covered in chains? <laughs> oh, man. It's just... Uh... A... I'm just like in a nor my normal outfit, but with bat wings on. It's all half ass. <laughs> it's like a kid's costume. I, went, to my I swear to God, I went to Comic Con in Phoenix. Uh, oh God, this must have been five years ago, something like that. Actually, it was in Phoenix for a different reason, visiting a friend. And we were like, "What are we gonna do today?" And uh, as we're looking at the paper. I'm like, "Oh, well, there's Comic Con now." And neither one of us are really into the whole convention, co comic book kind of stuff. We had so much fun. It is. Watching all of these people run around. They're doing these zombie walks, this, that. Yeah. But I saw the saddest Pikachu costume I've ever seen in my <laughs> life. It was this guy who looked like he was homeless wearing like a yellow cheap sweatshirt from Walmart that he had drawn a magic marker, a Pikachu thing on it. Yeah. And he had like a construction paper tail going <laughs> off the back of it. And, and I'm just like, that's, that's, that's dedication. That, I mean, you know, you can come and just enjoy it, but you, you want to participate. So you use your crafting skills from third grade. You guys, I got a related story. So, uh, one year Halloween snuck up on me. I think I was in middle school, not early high school, maybe freshman year, sophomore year. If it was freshman year, holy crap, was I a, a loudly nerdy freshman. But get, get this. There was, uh, so I got like sweats that matched, like a sweat top and pants that were both like black. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's a good substrate. We'll start yeah. with that. What can I do with this? A ghost? Right. And what, what makes, will make me look more flowy like a ghost? I'll take a bunch of white shopping bags and, and tear them up and tie them to me all over me. Like, cool, it's hella like a ghost. Yeah, I'm like flowing. Sounds like Adam Sandler on a Weekend Update. I'm Plastic Bag Man! <laughs> yes. That was one of the suggestions I heard 
th- uh, repeatedly throughout the day. <laughs> also, white trash. It was oh, called yeah. white trash. Oh, white trash. That yeah, actually, I'm going to say that would have been really good. You should have went with that. Just I did halfway through the day. Just that's why I just him, yeah. Just told him I'm witty. <laughs> People were blowing their nose on me and stuff. Oh god, nice. <laughs> oh man. All right, should we should we preemptively pay some bills? It's it's Bob Thornton moment. Uh. Bobby, come here. Come here. This is a potter's field. When people can't pay for their funerals, they are buried here. It is a lonely, desolate place, littered with unmarked headstones. No one visits. No one leaves flowers. But it doesn't have to be that way. For as low as $1 a day, you can ensure your family will have the money to pay your funeral expenses. We offer burial insurance plans that pay up to $30,000. Considering the average funeral costs more than $10,000, that's peace of mind for your family. There are no medical exams, your rates won't increase, and your policy cannot be canceled as long as you make your premium payments. Call now to get approved in minutes and ensure your final resting place is more than just a pauper's grave in a potter's field. 800-308-6964. 800-308-6964. That's 800-308-6964. Paid for by Final Expense Direct. Listen up. The soap you shower with, it's You probably haven't even questioned what bar of soap you lather up with. Let's face it, most guys don't. They're still using whatever bar their mommy bought for her little man. Is that what you want? To smell like mama's little man? Now you can upgrade your shower game with Dr. Squatch Natural Soap. Men who use their hands. Men who build things. Men who open the pickle jar on the first try. Men who catch foul balls without spilling their beer. You won't just smell good either. Your skin will be healthier and more nourished. Dare I say, soft. You want to smell like the forest? Boom, pine tar. We've got you. You want to smell like the sea? Boom. Nautical sage, we've got you. You want to smell like you just got off a boat in the Caribbean? Boom. Bay rum, we've got you. We ship it right to your door. And with a 100% satisfaction guarantee, if it's not the best bar of soap you've ever used, it's on us. Tens of thousands of men already subscribe, which means that every month, fresh new bars of Squatch show up at their door. Dr. Squatch Natural Soap. Real soap for real men. Hey, guys. To subscribe to Dr. Squatch, visit RadioVegas.rocks and click on the banner. What is Jesse Ray's Barbecue? Well, it's a tiny, unassuming place with a modest menu of platters, sandwiches, and house-made sauces. Located at 5611 South Valley View by the smell alone, you're going to know you're in the right place. Come try the award-winning slow-smoked ribs, chicken, pulled pork, hot links, and brisket. The sauce is also something to talk about, as you will want to eat it with every bite. Here's a tip. Their sauces are available for purchase. When people ask you how do you like Jesse Ray's barbecue, you'll say like most people I know, I don't like it, I love it. Jesse Ray's barbecue is 100% legit. Stop on by for a meal that will satisfy your barbecue loving lips. Mention RadioVegas.rocks for 10% off your order. Jesse Ray's, located at 5611 South Valley View on the corner of Valley View and Russell. Come in, take a bite, find out why they're so award winning. Be sure to get your mix of music, listen to us with the RadioVegas.rocks app available at the App Store, and check out our VIP card, interact with us in our chat room, and scheduling of our RadioVegas.rocks shows, plus podcasts. It's all available on RadioVegas.rocks app. I'm in so much pain, I think I'm pregnant. (laughs) 
Welcome back. It's Greasy Conversation on RadioVegas.rocks. Those fresh sponsors you heard are new buddies. Tell them RadioVegas.rocks was involved in you going there. You have to say it exactly like that, or they won't understand. In fact, sometimes you have to insist and be like, look, no, seriously, RadioVegas.rocks sent me. Where's my uh, secret handshake? And then they open up a bookshelf in the back of the restaurant, and they lead you to where they keep the... Uh, the uh, endangered steak the furry meat yeah <laughs> I'm talking about uh, of course about um, evil pie because they have rattlesnake meat on their pizza not all the pizza you, you can either go rattlesnake pizza or you can go vegan they have some of the best vegan pizza I've been hearing from the vegan homies in town but if you're not vegan you can go full wildlife <laughs> Rattlesnake. Yeah, yeah, it's good. I've had I've had the rattlesnake sausage you pizza either, a couple you times. You either can go vegan because you're conscious, or, or you can go just just full on carnivore and yeah. And, and I love the extremes. I, like, I only have endangered meat on my pizzas. Yeah, I want to eat an apex predator. <laughs> oh, you guys, I'm alive now. All right. Doorway push-ups, you, you guys. Manate- you ever had manatee on a pizza? <sighs> Manatee. Aww. No, manatee, you, you extract the fat and use it as a as a lard. So, you guys, don't tell me how to cook my manatee. They, <laughs> no, man. Are, do you think, like, manatees are just, like, depressed? They just kind of seem like they would be depressed. Well, no, because there was that... That was a couple months back. There was oh, that manatee bother. orgy. Yeah, an orgy of manatees. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, I think uh, we covered that. So maybe they aren't. Maybe they aren't depressed. They're they're probably happy as fuck. I think that's my new furry. I don't want to be a turtle anymore. I want to be a, a manatee. That, there or, you go. The manatee orgy must be like the exact opposite of those LA fitness commercials. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, oh man. So holler in the chat if you've got good remedies for cramps. All right. Anyway, moving on. Yeah, this one. So. <laughs> This article is about that uh, otters are not actually cute, even though they look cute. This is tragic, because I've always thought they were, like, championship cute. Yeah, and it says they're they're actually kind of fucked up, and they're basically just a big group of uh, rapists. Oh, yeah. I think dolphins have a streak of this, too. Or, no, I'm thinking of, like... No, dolphins. Dolphins will beat around a porpoise like a... Like, like a redneck pass beating it, up a dog. Yeah, they'll pass it around like a, a toy. Yeah. A porpoise, isn't that like a cousin of, like, it's, they're, they're, they're yeah. like so similar. It would be like us uh, yeah. having pet orangutans and just knocking them around to they're at the verge of death and dragging them around. Like, as if that was how we treated, like, our pets. That's how dolphins treat their pets. Yeah, mm. dolphins are pretty rapey, too. Yeah. Um, but, you yeah, know, it turns I mean, out... in the animal kingdom, is it rape? I mean... Yeah, totally. If it's not consenting, sorry. Some animals just uh, they don't they don't make babies very consenty. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Praying mantis. For cats, sure. cats. It seems complicated because you look at some cat doing it, and they both seem like they hate doing it. They're just compelled to. <laughs> right. Like they just have to get it over with. Neither <laughs> of them seems like into it, but yet they're so they're both eager to get it done. That yeah. Sounds like and, my last three relationships. So I think it's complicated. <laughs> Or yeah. like, or like, ducks' reproductive organs are basically just like an arm arms race to like, the the females like to prevent rape, and then the males is to, uh, 
just be better at raking. Yeah, it's really weird. If you've ever seen a duck's wiener, especially in person, it looks like its intestines fell out. Huh. It's the weirdest thing. It's like a fishing line made yeah. of wiener. I, it's for very longest, long and slender. Uh, for the longest time, I didn't even know they had any reproductive organs. I mean, anytime I ever see any duck in in shows, they never are wearing pants, but there's nothing there. Yeah. <laughs> right? You know? It really it tucks away into the cloaca. It's got to be a fun word, cloaca. Not an episode goes by that I don't work in the cloaca. Yeah. <laughs> That's the cloaca sound. It's been the you, last. You have, you, have, you have your own cloaca sound? I love it. Yeah. I love that. So I wonder if there's like a group of uh, like otter furries that like this came out and they're like, they have a Dang real it. moral debate yeah. about like they can't be otters in it, but otters are like their favorite animal in the whole world. And they break like, into other furry parties and just rape everybody there. <laughs> <laughs> You spunk lube. Um, <laughs> Look uh, at the otter's face too. He's got a. It's so cute. They they looks... hold their baby their babies on their chest as they're floating, because yeah. their baby's fur is enough to float. Uh, I love Emma Otter's Jug Band Christmas. There was no rape in that. They picked an otter that looks rapey though for this stock photo. I don't know how you search for that in the stock photos, but I've seen a lot cuter otters than this jerk. Google rapey otter. <laughs> it's I don't know. He kind of looks like he's just chilling. Man, they're, they're also you, into, he's not wearing. He's not even wearing a Cosby sweater. They're also into necrophilia as well. You should be watching this show through a VPN. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna be. Yeah, you're, the you're search history at you're this radio station. For all kinds of things right yeah. now. <laughs> Just from us Man. talking about it. I have uh, to clear the browser history at this radio station daily for safety. <laughs> Boy, that Amazon targeted ad was crazy. <laughs> yeah, it, it's... It, no, like I said, I, I just... I, I don't understand, like, what constitutes rape in the, in yeah. the animal world. I'm, I'm declaring moving on because this otter is making me uncomfortable. The way he's looking, <laughs> this otter is looking at me rapishly. <laughs> All right. Or All maybe right. hopefully. <laughs> you guys. Whoa. Stand clear. Okay. Well, the, that vault closes abruptly. It's very soundproof when it when it, that last seal occurs. Uh. All right. Uh, I actually kind of like this one. Um, Iceland is officially worshiping Norse gods again. By oh, Odin. yeah. Thanks, Ange Kerfoot, for this awesome... By uh, Odin, that's fantastic. News, yeah, man. excitement, in instance. Well, there, there was that like old meme, as kind of like a dig at Christianity, where it's like you know Odin said he'd destroy all the ice giants, and I don't see any ice giants around. Right. You know. That's but, true. Jesus says he cured lepers, but they're still lepers. Uh, right. <laughs> what is it? Armadillos carry le leprosy. Yeah. So Armadillos if, carry leprosy. Yeah. So yeah, if totally. you eat armadillo meat, that's the only way people get leprosy anymore. Interesting. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's very interesting. I'm, you know, I, I'm not exactly in the market for armadillo meat, but that's interesting. You guys, the bananas aren't working. There's like a side plot to the episode <laughs> that we never explain. <laughs> 
just, or, I, just, I, I love the idea of the Norse gods in the yeah, it's like just, way. It's no diff. It's it, I mean, it, it, it shouldn't be an issue. I mean, it's no as far fetched as any other religion. But I just love the idea of it because it's. I don't know. I've always had this fascination with Norse, with runic. Yeah, it's a and, cool. I don't know. A lot cooler shit happens, man. I mean, there's like a giant, a giant wolf. Like, no, there's a the, this giant wolf thing that guards. Uh, I don't know if it guards the tree, but it like uh. bit off Odin's hand or some shit. Yeah, I want to yeah, say Ricky, Ricky the wolf, Ricky, <laughs> Ricky. <laughs> no, you guys, <laughs> I like. Was Fenrir. Oh, I, 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 you uh, must know. Uh, nice, but yeah. I like it. They 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 eat mushrooms and kill Englishmen. I just really like hammers. I found out that like there was way more to it, and I kind of got disillusioned. I was like, cool, Norse gods are awesome. I love hardware. And then I... Lightning and hammer. There was just that one guy with the lightning and the hammer thing. And yeah. he was like, oh, well, all right. But, like, could you... Could you get into Valhalla still? Like, don't you have to die in battle to, like, get into Valhalla? So, like, they're all worshipping these gods, and the gods, like, they're not... No one's getting into Valhalla, man. Right. Well, that's that's why I, if I was England, I'd watch out. Well, we don't. <laughs> you might have some canoes showing up in Birmingham. We don't send our dad off in a burning raft enough. To enough. Get, exactly. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I so, do agree. Valhalla is probably like the fire fest. It's like all desolate. People are eating sandwiches. <laughs> Like or they're just like, or they just have Oddly like a enough, Valhalla uh, festival. DJ Khalid is there too. <laughs> Val Bahamas Hala. Oh man, that would be like a Valhalla festival where everyone goes and just it's a giant battle to the death, so, every, <laughs> so everyone can go to Valhalla because it's super real. Yeah, I, I like that idea for the Juggalo Fest. Just have a fight <laughs> to the death. Just show up at, like as a bunch of Vikings and take on all the Juggalos. <laughs> that's, also, a, that's a great movie idea. Dude, mm. Dude, Vikings, Juggalos, and furries. Yeah. It's like we're going to take Comic-Con and just pull out just the sexy stuff. And just... Wait, I, I didn't mean that... Here's the thing. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you, you feel like it. we had a revelation... <laughs> As me- as much as there's an em- embracing of physical unattractiveness among the juggalos, there's something that's like uh, conversely sexy about that. Just like the spirit of freedom, kind of like yeah, you can yeah. be really free to yeah. be ugly in a furry costume yeah. and just express yourselves as a big ball of horny pubes. Yeah, and then the skid mark just ruins it, though. Oh, why is there skid marks? Why? And the ju- and the ju- it's a juggalo thing. I, I feel as though the juggalos, you, you're not even a true juggalo unless you got at least two skid marks in your pants. I didn't know that was a thing. And dried fago all over. Oh, man. You're popping my bubble, man. Popping <laughs> <laughs> my juggalo bubble. <laughs> you ever see that? And uh, then that I threw it on your dad's pillow. <laughs> so I haven't listened to any of the songs, so it's easy for me to have this like fantasyful version of reality. Right. So I, I know like three of them, and the sad part is it's I actually kind of like dig two of them. Like it's if I hear them, it's not. Then. I won't shut the radio up. I kind of. Hey, there, there was a. It's like a forty-minute documentary about the Juggalo gathering, and it's pretty interesting. Oh, you guys should check it out. What's it yeah. called? Uh, Juggarama. <laughs> sure, I'm sure you can just look at like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chuggerama. Feces on film. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> it's pretty great, though. Yeah. 
Was it really called feces on film? I, I wish it was. I just love alliteration. It's all happening. I'm just mm. celebrating funny words near each other. Bio net conversation. That's cool. Quickly. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun, though. I hope you all at least have that little takeaway to put some words that make you giggle near other words and, yeah. and yell them at your parents. Enjoy yourself. Vikings and Juggalos. That's a great movie. My mom and I had a running joke of the uh, Phantom Placenta. It was just two words we thought were funny together. And we uh, claimed to see this thing and uh, grab, <laughs> grab the other person's arm and be like, did you hear that? <laughs> it's the Phantom Placenta. It's not a phantom baby. It's just the Phantom Placenta. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. The baby was fine, but the placenta was left neglected. It, so like it, the way it haunted it just like appeared it didn't do yeah. it, it just appeared it yeah. like was all placenta-y you, you placenta-y. turn you think you smell something <laughs> something smells like iron you you look back to tell someone near you and when you both look it's gone does this stink or phantom placenta <laughs> just oh, a man. bloody piece of flesh covered in chains right. why is there chains <laughs> It's like, you know, that's the phantom thing. <laughs> There's chains. Too. All, phantom, all phantoms have chains. It's definitely the ghost of Christmas past. Jeez. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to segue from that. It's a fun challenge. I can, let's check it out. It's the segue <laughs> alarm. <laughs> this alarm is going. Oh, wait, <laughs> we've got alarms, right? Oh, no. There we go. That's alarm. Yay. Alarming. You guys probably right. just hear a This is what they sound like when you're in the room. Check it out. That's our little alarm lights. So don't bother looking at the video feed. It's just spinning lights. Okay. Do bother looking at the video feed if you're going to ring that bell and hop it up with a sub. Sub it up with some hopping of the clicking buttons. That's, uh, you know, like and uh, share. Like, share, repeat. Uh, don't enjoy this majesty in a bubble alone tell your friends about greasy conversation and uh, help us learn and grow together and do science at one another um, without all the the stuff shirt seriousness um, that science you know you might think but there's there's some scientists partying around lights spinning around for no reason all right <laughs> that's my point all right how about some uh, art news real quick Behold, art news. So, no, just check this. Man, this is pretty impressive, actually. This dude, how long did he spend? He like kept planting uh, trees and plants in this field to recreate uh, a Van Gogh painting. Oh yeah, check this out. Olive trees. It's it's plants, and then you look down at them, and it's uh-huh. a painting. Yeah, oh, that's like from the from the air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's stuff like that's always. It's like a, you know, kind of like a crop circle, but he's right, planting. But, yeah, it's the natural evolution of the crop circle. Yeah, totally. Behold, it's a commercial for Hertz Rent a Car. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Oh, that is impressive. Right. That is. I was. That is impressive. Greasyconversation.com if you want to see this amazing plant art for yourself. Yeah, I always love, like, large-scale stuff like that. It's pretty... And and long-term. Because you know that took this dude forever. That's what I'm trying to find. How long? Uh, Oh, it's six months. Apparently six months. 1.2 acres. It's still a decent chunk of time. I'm excited to see where it goes, because this is an ongoing thing. Right. 
Yeah, at like, does he have to keep trimming all the trees and stuff to keep it looking the same, or is he just gonna let it grow out? It has to be maintained right a, a lot. I bet it's sponsored by the Minneapolis Institute of Art. Oh, okay. Mini nice. Minneapolis, so not Minneapolis. Doesn't have to rip it up and plant alfalfa next year. Yeah, you guys, right. am I the only one that's been saying Minneapolis as Minneapolis, like with an N extra any? I've never heard anybody else say that. Minian, Minneapolis. I've been saying Minneapolis. <laughs> it's really... it's Minneapolis. This is, I'm just realizing this in this moment. You guys, <laughs> so like I've been saying Minneapolis, and no one has corrected it. Well, you're so far away from Minnesota. Yeah, I think other people how started. Often, how often does Minneapolis come up in there? Yeah, right. I think that there's people that I've been around that started also calling it Minneapolis, thinking that they were saying it wrong and not questioning it. I think it's like a virus that I accidentally spread. The Minneapolis virus. <laughs> he's, he's like conflating uh, Minneapolis. Are there, are there it like sounds right to me still. I'm, I'm tripping yeah. that it's Minneapolis. That's it's, always it. It's like words you're, you're, you know or you've discovered that you pronounce wrong, but you're just like committed. Yeah, I'm going to have a hard time with this one. Right. It's like, no, it's just, it's just it doesn't Minneapolis. doesn't like it's spelled correctly. No, it looks gross. Yeah. That, that's we, should, we should petition to have Minneapolis right. change their name. <laughs> it's not Minnesota? <laughs> I feel like this would be a more of an achievement if it was a Pollock. Oh! <laughs> Damn. Yeah, that's a good call. Yeah, because you couldn't just have splashes of flour randomly. No, it would yeah. just be a single tone. You'd have to have strings of flowers. <laughs> right. Like really thin ones. Right. Yeah, it would Dang. be interesting. Well, that's the thing, like, everyone, you know, you think Pollock just does all that shit randomly, but right. his his later work... I mean, even when he was doing the splatter shit, you could see, like, he would do figures that you can make out. So, yeah. I mean, dude knew what he was doing. And he was a, I mean, a great artist before he started that, but, you know. But I think he was kind of a dick. Yeah. Most, most artists are. He, like, uh, killed that girl as a passenger driving all crazy. Oh, yeah, like, he, yeah he's, like, hell of an Are we talking about Pollock or Ted yeah. Kennedy? Both. <laughs> Sequentially. Chappaquiddick. There's a word I didn't say right for oh, a while. Oh, the Chappaquiddick thing is insane. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, but I don't want to be that kind of podcast. No, so. not at all. <laughs> and then this other... That is impressive, though. That is Chappaquiddick? That's oh, what that's... you say, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, then there was this other uh, Pennsylvania museum... That discovered it had a, a Rembrandt painting. Oh, yeah, this is another piece of art news. There's art news today. Oh, yeah, we mentioned that. Oh, my God, ow. For 70, they've had it for 70 years and just no one knew. found out about it. Yeah. Imagine that. I wonder how much it's worth. That's what that's what I want to know. Because finding an original Rembrandt. Uh, Rembrandt. No, what are we doing? They had, they had a uh, Rembrandt, right? Yeah, yeah, they had a Rembrandt painting. It was, uh, it's called... Portrait of a young lady. It's Penny Sylvania, right? And you're looking at it. I mean, I'm not saying I'm Mr. Art Critic, but I would have thought that would be a Rembrandt. It looks. Yeah. It's a, the shading on it. It's it's classic. It looks like uh, like when you have someone that's really profound as an artist and like they're really well known, like Rembrandt. Right. But then you see like stuff of theirs that wasn't like their favorite stuff. Mm -hmm. Like this person looks Death like they smelled something gross <laughs> and and they just had this like asymmetrical mouth while they sat there and he's like, God, it looks like I'm drawing this wrong with the mouth off to the side, but that's what this person's shaped like. And he probably just wasn't proud of it. 
That's what inbringing will get you, folks. I know. I feel like the painting is done skillfully of a person that's not like, uh, like you know, like a, a loaf of bread that's not baked all the way. <laughs> so, like, the painting is really beautiful, but the person, bless their heart. Uh, the like, art, the, the, yeah. The art like, is phenomenal. It's the subject matter. It's good art made of bad art. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it says... <laughs> So they, the reason they didn't find out for so long is uh, they didn't realize until they sent it out for a restoration and they have new um, restoration techniques, like digital. Oh. So they can, like, scan the through the layers of paint um, and see, like, the original layer without... It's a possibility kind of, like, somebody so. had done a, a poor restoration job in the in Yeah, the that's past. what it seems like, yeah. This person has, like, negative lips. Like, the lips go into the face instead of out of the face. Sorry. Is this one of those? Is like, <laughs> was this a real person? Yeah. I, no, if this was someone that Rembrandt made up, he would have made them way more symmetrical. This this person has yeah. a face that I make when I listen to... Um, uh, uh, God, what's, what's that guy's name? Uh, Axel Rose. <laughs> Axel Rose. No, Post Malone. <laughs> <laughs> this this yeah. woman looks like, like she looks like her mom lied only on her left side while she was in the womb. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gravity man. ruins everything. Yeah, like just the, her mom just crushed one side of her body more than the other. I love this idea of just bashing and roasting historical <laughs> paintings. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great idea. <laughs> It's like MST3K, but for Rembrandt. Yeah. It's like, finally I can get out, get it out without feeling guilty. Right. It's this person that was painted hundreds of years ago. Right. I can finally be mean. <laughs> to pitch. I mean, let, let's to be pitch real. I mean, the Mona Lisa. Come on. To, to I mean, really. What a, what a friggin' bastard he was. That much. It's just to pitch you in drag anyway. <laughs> That theory is so legit, though, <laughs> that the Mona Lisa is just Da Vinci and drag. Because weren't they home homeboys? Weren't they that kind of homeboy? I don't know. Yeah. Who? Uh, oh, wait. No, I'm thinking <laughs> they're both Da Vinci. Okay. So the Mona Lisa would be him painting himself in drag. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for a second there, I was thinking it was like the secret love affair between painters. Oh, but they're oh, both him. Whoa. <laughs> it was the... No, it, it was... No, that was, so the, the subject for Mona Lisa was the time-traveling Da Vinci from the future that came back because he was so in love with Da Vinci. Yeah. Past Da Vinci. It's what happens when you, uh, like, are smitten by a homosexual love affair with yourself. Exactly. Which is easier to happen than you might think. Yeah, if you went back in time, I don't know, I kind of think I'd want to have sex with myself. Yeah, I'm pretty into me. Yeah. <laughs> Would it be hotter if you weren't willing? Do you guys? <laughs> Come back dressed as an otter. <laughs> so otter and me and regular me are going out to dinner if you guys are interested. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. We're seeing a movie with, together. We keep one dressed as an otter to keep people not confused. <laughs> All right. turns. And then I found this and I threw it out here just because it's it's pretty badass. So this dude hacked uh, his prosthetic arm, and he uses it as a MIDI controller. This was such a nice find. 
Yeah. So because it's one of those, it's like a, it reads the electrical impulses from his arm. So it basically reacts to his thoughts. So he like modified a chip that he can plug into his arm and uh, then plug it into his uh, modular synthesizers. Right. And he just thinks about and he can like uh, affect whatever um, parameter he's it's hooked up to i just i think about all of these like musicians who play guitar or drums or something who always look down on electronic music oh they're just pushing buttons this guy's getting away with not even having to push buttons anymore it's like the jetsons approach to music right (laughs) what boggles me too is he doesn't even have to go like he just like thinks about doing some finger movements and it does different parameters and a couple different ones too even yeah and like maybe it's different for the whichever parameter he's using but like he doesn't even have to pretend to move his arm he just has to yeah. like think about moving yeah, his yeah, arm because yeah. it's the electrical impulse yeah so. it's, it's the opposite of the performer dilemma where you want to look like you're doing something or like uh, when a performer looks like they're not doing anything at all but they're actually doing something that's like this like yeah. he could sit there and Throwing it could just wave. be a, a piece of a microwave on a stick stuck on his stump and it might not we wouldn't know if he's doing it or not yeah, <laughs> as a performance, true. this could uh, be a total ruse. Is that is that pre-recorded? Who knows? <laughs> could it's be. Intri- yeah. It's intriguing. I'm sure somewhere Moby's like, I should have thought of that. Right, guys. Someone it's so sorry. It's so yeah. hard not to just name gear that this yeah. guy has. It's yeah. not interesting to other people. Yeah, he's the got sad a nice, part he's is, got a nice like modular sa- setup. The sad part is he'll, he'll never be able to eat an ear of corn again. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's an ear of corn attachment for the stump. It's right. like. It's corn stump is my other invention. Corn stump. That <laughs> <laughs> sounds like an evil character in an Iowa friggin' campfire story. <laughs> First, he was a modular electronic music producer. <laughs> then the corn got to him. It's like, I have an invention that's so much more accessible. <laughs> Not everyone wants to be a musician, let alone a modular synthesis, but everyone likes corn. Right? You just like like ram corn down people's throats. <laughs> the story of corn stump. <laughs> Is it Batman again? It did great in Mexico where it's called elote. <laughs> elote hand. Manos elote. <laughs> 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 Damn. Uh, sorry to take my man. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, it's so good. Crow. He does have a lot of gear now. He's got Arteria Beat Step. He got uh, Chaos Pad. Yeah. Anyway, I don't, that's not, yeah. let's not make it that podcast. Yeah, let's right. not jump in there. All right, should we do a... Let's, let's do that rabbit hole. We're already at the second, the second, second of the second. Oh, my gosh, it's number two. All right, you guys. Dropping the deuce. Call an ambulance. Attention, timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contract. Our experienced partners are offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. You'll never pay another timeshare maintenance bill again, and all your obligations will be terminated. You can begin saving today. Even if you've tried another company to get rid of your timeshare, call 
call and see if we can help you. At the Timeshare Exit Hotline, we only accept payment after an agreement has been made to get you out of your timeshare. Make this complimentary free call and learn how our honest partners can help anyone, anywhere, legally get out of their timeshare nightmare. 800-741-8026. That's 800-741-8026. These wheels are real exciting and bear my name, Evil Knievel. Hi, it's Waz from Greasy Conversation. Did you know the pioneering stuntman Evil Knievel, the world record motorcycle jumping father of extreme sports himself, lives on spiritually in the satiny dough and hearty brick cheese of the pizza that bears his name. Evil Knievel. Evil Pie, that's E-V-E-L, on glistening East Fremont Street in the heart of downtown Las Vegas. They've been thriving here since back in 2016 because unlike our hero, it's not dangerous. The flavor isn't even risky, but it is braggadocious. I get the world famous Snake River special with a rattlesnake sausage. Honestly, it's great, I do love it, and it makes me feel like a mighty conqueror of perilous beasts. Vegans, don't tune me out. This place is known for their vegan pizza too, so get over there. Just make sure you check the RadioVegas.rocks app first. That app will have new specials just for RadioVegas.rocks listeners. Show them the app and satisfy your lust for excitement. Hey, dudes with beards, I'm here to tell you about Mad Viking Beer Company. What is that, you ask? Well, that's a good question. They are the best beard products and men's grooming company since 2013. Guys, drop the razor, because with Mad Viking Beer Company, they kill the beard itch and give you what you need to grow a better beard. Like beard oils. Relieves beard itch, creates a healthier and more manageable beard, reduces brittle beard hair and breakage, you know, like split ends. The natural oils help promote a fuller and longer growth, giving you a little bit of hold, and it acts as a styling agent to keep those flyaway hairs in place. Then there's the beard wash. Not your average store-bought chemical-laden concoction, alright? Mad Viking Beard Wash? It's sulfate-free, paraben-free, offers top-to-bottom clean and conditioning experience all in one. Providing a deep, all-natural sulfate-free clean with a rich conditioning finish for a soft, moisturized face and beard, you know, for the ladies. To order, visit www.radiovegas.rocks and click on the banner to order now. LV Classic Rock is back. Hi, it's your friend on the radio, Dennis Mitchell, and we're back to rocking and rolling just like the good old days. If you didn't know, Las Vegas used to have two classic rock stations, one of which was awesome, and when corporate radio took it away, we just kept it going on the Internet, and now it's back in all its original glory. Streaming live 24-7, it's LV Classic Rock, and all you have to do to enjoy it is go to the website, lvclassicrock.com, and use the online player. Or get the free Radio Vegas Rocks app. That way you'll never be without LV Classic Rock, Las Vegas' best classic rock station. Oh, I'm going to end up losing a limb because I keep laughing at the word stump. <laughs> it's going to happen to me. I'm going to be Stumpy Joe before too long. Stumpy Joe. Yeah. It's going it's to be... It's stomp. It's stomp. It's all in his head. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, here's the thing. Greasy Conversation is the name of the talk show you're listening to right now. Welcome and prepare. Yeah, okay. This Engage. One, this is great. Number one. <laughs> All right, so Yamaha warns musicians not to climb in instrument cases 
after uh, the Nissan Motor. This I don't know why he's fleeing Japan, but he this guy Carlos Gosen. Uh, I don't know if that's how you pronounce it, it but uh, okay, fled Japan inside of a double base case. So now Yamaha's warning or warning people not to hop into any of their instrument cases. Wow. So Gosen was the CEO of Nissan, mm-hmm. uh, a, a Frenchman brought in from Renault. Actually, I don't know his race. Put that aside. He did come from France, though. So I guess that he comes from France. He came from France. That's a Coneheads reference. Mm-hmm. High five it over yeah. here. Yeah. So um, when Renault rescued Nissan, Gosen took charge. And his claim is that he is protesting a broken system in Japan of uh, trial without uh, guilty before proven to innocent mm-hmm. problem thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Like he's es- escaping a, a corrupt government there. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't see the CEO of Toyota hopping in a Yamaha road case and fleeing the country, you know? Yeah, leave, it yeah. to, leave it to a Frenchman to just run away. But uh, <laughs> Arturia, I love you. Arturia instruments like the beat step we saw previously, uh, uh, and Daft Punk. I'm joking. I know. Uh, I gotta I rescue. Air. I gotta rescue my. I love air. Yeah, I gotta rescue my 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 rep with the you know with the frogs. Think, you know what I'm saying? Not to not to uh, um, reference too much of the earlier, but uh, that guy with the hand uh, arm thing could hop in there. He's a music. Isn't he an instrument himself? Yeah. Yeah. He is classified as an instrument. It's <laughs> less space he'd take up. He's efficient. He's like, I got a, a one hand less fit. In uh, so is it only musicians that can't climb in these cases, or magicians still can? Whoa, uh, Yamaha. <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> I don't think Yamaha thought this one through. <laughs> Just musicians. We're the only class of people we care about as a company. Yeah. <laughs> so this is your Yakuza? Go ahead. No yeah. problem. Get right. your customs. Musicians and motorcycle riders do not ride in these unsafe road cases, which these are not Yamaha road cases in this no. stupid stock photo. Yeah, no. No. I'm sure, you know, on, on an obvious level, you know, anybody who's had anything to do with music and, and has traveled with music, they don't treat your cases very well in the airport anyway. no you'd likely die you'll you'd break like, your neck you'd yeah. like, you'd, they would they throw you in a heartbeat you know this guy i'm sure he had a private plane set yeah. up or something like that he, he had like four egyptians and loin cloths carrying he paid the case some out. People off, sure. you know what i'm saying he paid some people off to like because they had to get them through the airport and shit so i mean right. yeah he didn't get x-rayed no yeah, it was uh <laughs> yeah some money changing hands there yeah what are these so so, cases so he what was his original charge? Um, it's had to do with finances and doing some uh, shady financial stuff with oh, me, with it's like every rich person. Yeah, yeah oh. it's <laughs> just it's yeah. there's been a lot of uh, downfall with Nissan, a lot of coasting. So they he cut a lot of fat that actually rescued mm-hmm. Nissan and it was very good in the beginning. But then there's been a lot of coasting. Mm. So uh, a good place to find out more about this mm. is a YouTube channel called um, Donut Media. There's an Up to Speed episode. So Donut Media, Up to Speed, mm. Nissan, Gosen, check it out. It, That's it a is, good breakdown. It is a, it is a great, great reference. I, li- I like that. You're not going to spell Gosen right. So Okay, so my point that I'm wasting time on is that those pictures weren't Yamaha road cases. So now but, you, you literally so have So I to... Googled in front of you guys Yamaha road cases. <laughs> bring and, up the image. And it's, it, I'm wrong. There's some Yamaha road cases that look like that, so never mind. Point. 
Like that's some conspiracy. A stock photo was used in this article. <laughs> they banned that website. They can't even do that. their research. <laughs> you guys, we're on patrol over here. If you want news that's going to go the extra mile, we're your journalists. All right, let's let's uh, jump into the smart crows. Smart smart they're, crows. They're awesome, smart man. Smart crows. Ah, so, smart crows. Sorry, I need one more. <laughs> so this experiment, they had this uh, uh, box with like a snack in the middle suspended and then the, these are like on a little platform and these crows, initially they had it close to a hole so these crows could pick up a small like stick and poke it through the hole and knock the food out on the other side, mm -hmm. right? So then uh, they just, the tools. yeah, they expanded it, the area where they had to insert the stick and then they basically had several small sticks and connector pieces. Uh -huh. So if the crow wanted to get the food, it would have to connect all the sticks using the connector pieces and use that to push the food out. Right. And wow. they did. So to build its own tool. Yeah, they had. so they had to uh, logic out how to construct this long stick and push it out of the hole. Erector set crow. I'm yeah. telling you, dude. And you get two of them together. I know it's a murder. But, but yeah. they, they are the most intelligent friggin' beings out there that other than human, in my opinion. You guys, what was that toy set that had the wooden wheels with the holes in it and the wooden sticks? Erector set? No, the before Erector set, when it was all wood. Tinker Toys. Tinker okay. Toys. Yeah, 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 right. yeah, yeah, Sorry. That mattered to me. Yeah. <laughs> so this Don't crow... let your bird play with Tinker Toys, man. Well, You'll this is helpful. Hurting. Yeah, for the audio people, the bird, it's basically a Tinker Toy situation without the wooden ball situation. Yeah. So it's like sticks with holes in the end. Oh, you, you explained this great. What am I doing? All right. <laughs> but that's always, uh, I mean, yeah, crows are really smart, and that's why they should vote. Birds should <laughs> vote. Vote. Voting for birds. But I was, I was... They can't make any worse decisions. I was thinking about it. And I was like, I think we should go one step further and have birds run for president. No, just crows. Not just any bird. Yeah. Just crows. Just crows. Crows is president. That's the thing is we don't let just any, uh, um, what do you call the things that people are? Sentient apes? Being. Any great apes? Yeah. What? Uh, I wanted to say arachnids. Why? Is it, it's like a tick. <laughs> spider people. We don't let any spider people become... Uh, you know, functioning members of society, just humans. So, like... Or lizard people. There are the lizards. You know, like, yeah. monkeys are different than apes? It's something like mm. that that's semantically tripping me up. So, uh, it's one of those things where other bird species, mm. they're going to have to catch up if they even can. Yeah. Crows might be a special fluke, like, human of the birds. Yeah. I mean, think, think how different the world would be if we had a uh, Calvin Crowledge. <laughs> but the family that crows are in to be more like well, I honest love... is that crows are uh, like siblings of these other birds in the same family like the magpie and uh, we went into this deeper on a previous episode if you use the search function at greasyconversation.com we went deep on the crow family of birds and how they're all the smarties mm. and I forgot what the freaking family is called Teddy Crowsabelle <laughs> 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 See, what's cool is uh, he's not so groundbreaking. We've already had a black president. <laughs> the other thing I love Barack is... Barack Obama. <laughs> <laughs> Barack Obama. <laughs> I don't want to take it too far from this, but I think that birds' heads, especially crows, kind of look like fighter planes. I think that's valuable, too. 
Right. Well, you know he's served. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, there are like there's other like they communicate in a way, and the the like groups that'll hang out in areas like parks where humans are and stuff. If if one human is does something that the crows find distasteful. They'll um, communicate oh that yeah. to like all the crows, so then they'll uh-huh. all just like. That's why more one or ignore that person, or more than one of them is a murder. <laughs> yeah, right. Contextual conversation uh, when you can communicate with uh, like placeholder objects, like proper nouns. When you can talk about like uh, humans or that specific human, that's really advanced. Animals seem to communicate all over the place, but it's extremely rare yeah. to have uh, context and. Uh, things like pronouns uh, and that that level of language. Well, so far I think what it's only really been tested. I think Coco the the gorilla. Uh, yeah, the only things in the great ape family have done as well as right. uh, crows are doing with this test. Right. Yeah, they did this a while. Uh, it was in like the last year or two, I think, with the chimpanzees, and they did it. But contextual conversation yeah. is brand new to smart speakers, smart home speakers. That's part of what made me aware of it. Is previously you'd have to make one command that had all the variables in it, but now if you make a command like say, uh, turn the lights on, then you say something like now make them red. You don't have to say turn the lights red. It remembers the context of the previous thing that you right. said. Oh, you're talking about lights still. So oh, that's damn. that's heavy. command or as like an AI like. Um... Well, I just it applies to AI, right. uh, and now that like smart home speakers like Amazon, Google Home, it's still lacking in Siri. That's one of the things that Siri is getting dusted on now yeah. that they put, uh, they kind of, they're neglecting Siri. Well, it's, it's, it's the next progression. All, all Timmy Cook's leaving Siri at the at the dinner table alone, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, uh, but the other ones, yeah, you can talk about one, or, or here another example would be uh, play this song. Mm-hmm. Then you say skip track. Right. You don't have to tell it to skip track on in the song, song player. Right. Um, it knows already that you're talking about song playing because it's the last thing you talked about. So it keeps track of what the subject is. And is it like if you have... Sounds to me like it's just another algorithm. It is, but contextual. Mm. But like birds being at that level is big because we're barely learning how to program that. Yeah, does it keep... Does it have like a memory for one person so like your personal device it can just kind of learn how you talk specifically? So I wonder if you could develop like your own slang with like an AI. That's a really fun idea. Because, okay, there's a lot of possibility to this theory. I assume that probably could happen, but it it would take a lot more programming than just... No, well, it would, but it programs itself. So your smart devices do learn you. They do learn, uh, especially especially text-to-speech. When you first get a new phone and you use... uh, Say, for example, the Google text-to-speech to text your friends. Mm-hmm. It pulls up all these words you'd never, never say. say. After right. two weeks, a month, it starts right. getting really accurate right, right, because right. it keeps track of what you right. usually say and what that usually types uh, to. Not only that, but there's... I kept wondering why everything comes up booze, weed, <laughs> <laughs> whores. It's like not even the same letters. Like always talking about weed for sure. How do I? How do I? How do I erase that? <laughs> Search history. So uh, put that next to completely unrelated research that I think applies to this where you can uh, make sounds ultrasonically that aren't audible to humans that are shaped enough like speech 
that a smart home speaker doesn't filter out that frequency range and just looks for the same patterns of filtering. Mm. So uh, kind of like a wah-wah pedal or like or a graphic how, EQ. Or telephone works. Yeah. With, well, with the tones. Well, we make a tone when we talk, and then the consonants come from uh, cutting off and tone filtering that single tone. And um, the spread spectrum sounds of like clicks and the C's and the T's and the S's. Right. Uh, so if you hear those same filterings done by frequencies that people can't hear, you can interpret that as speech. It's like, mm-hmm. a, like a mosquito talking, but right. it's still English. So smart speakers can hear this and execute commands that you can't hear. Right. It's a way to hack. Uh, there's been advertisements that have experimented with tra- tra- activating Google things. Oh, yeah. No sure. um, supposedly. Right. So, so once again, we're getting into subliminal advertising. That's been a fear of everybody. You know. Well, it's subliminal. Subliminal. It's sub, subliminable because... Minneapolis. <laughs> subliminable. Uh, and, like, the machine is doing mm. it. It's, like, uh, happening to yeah. a level of thinking on the machine that isn't to you. I don't this, know if it's been used could, in advertisements so seriously. I think it's down a bad path. That could so go down a bad sure path. Sure can, but it's one of those things that, like, is so easy to fix. Like, oh, yeah. you just have, a, like, an EQ layer that just cuts off frequencies people can't hear. Yeah. So you just make the AI. microphone not here. You don't even need to AI that. It's just you can do that with a capacitor. And that's, and, like, how, <laughs> just and, and that's how Skynet takes over, folks. So on uh, side sideline to that, you can also do it with a laser. If you can aim a laser, and yeah. it can be an infrared laser, yeah. so you don't see it directly at the microphone, mm. you can actually like vibrate either the diaphragm or the air in front of the diaphragm of the microphone. We're not sure yet. Actually, it's a recent discovery. We talked about a few episodes. So you're ago. talking the photons interacting with um, yeah acoustically. You, you pulse the light at audio frequencies. So you take a recording of a voice command and modulate the light by that recording. Um, so it just flashes, but at the speed of voice, which is not yeah. very fast. So it's easy to modulate that. Yeah. And the laser light is apparently strong enough to vibrate the diaphragm enough to transmit that same modulation of energy that the microphone would normally from sound hitting it. Because that's all yeah. microphones do as a transducer is it's right. a modulation of intensity of electrical current that then well, matches I mean, a sound wave. It's, it's, it, to me, it's, it, it's no different than how communications work. <laughs> it's, it's, it's no different than how communications work now. They transfer audio into an electrical current. They yeah. send it via... It's just light know. shaking this tiny diaphragm instead. And the diaphragm's like tinier than my pinky nail. So right, right. it's not... Uh, it's surprising, and people are still experimenting on it to figure out what mechanism is actually doing it. Right. And I think it's already been patched somehow mm-hmm. I think they came up with a software patch to make it less susceptible to that it's probably that same thing of like just don't deal with high frequencies yeah but uh not that actually that would be still regular audio frequencies with the light thing anyway the, mm-hmm. all that was to circle back around to the point that Greg made that uh you might be able to train the AI to respond a certain way to commands that aren't like normal words yeah. so you've got a secret language with it like twins right yeah that's what I was yeah that's what I would dope do. It'd be your buddy. You could be like Snitzelberg, and then the <laughs> cops come and like <laughs> chains come down over the windows. Yeah, like the full shizzle, and a pizza shows up. This happens with the lights. It's like, oh, they don't do it when you want. Okay, it's like spinning lights <laughs> in your house, up. and yeah, yeah, that's just Snitzelberg. Schnitzelberg. 
Or you could do that with your car too. Like you do that and like your car alarm goes off and it starts driving on its own to rescue you. <laughs> it's the Batman, the schnitzel mobile. You just scream schnitzelberg. <laughs> it's your safe word. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be the best safe word ever. You want a complicated one because you don't want to say it by accident in the throes of passion. Yeah. I don't know. What about safe words? What am I talking about? Yes, you guys don't just randomly say Schnitzelberg. <laughs> All right. Uh, how about these uh, these creepy little blackfish that were discovered? Yeah, here's this another... underwater volcanic range. <clears throat> here's another Ange Kerfoot pick. Uh, of course, it's another terrifying animal. Mm. This is one that, like, you know, pull over, Google this. Um, take a peek at the feed later. Find this in the news because you got to see this fish to believe it. It basically looks like a... Um, a black like chunk of slime with an evil toothy mouth on it. Yeah, they're pretty tiny, but also terrifying. Like if there was a swarm of them, I wouldn't. <laughs> it's such a great little tiny nightmare. Yeah, like I don't know if I would I would uh, place a bet on myself against a swarm of these things. Like yeah, it looks underwater. like a little bit. It looks like a little. Looks like sperm from the alien from Alien. Oh, yeah. xenomorph sperm. Xenomorph sperm. Yeah. <laughs> you know what it looks like, you guys? It looks like a dab. <laughs> <laughs> hey, holla, you guys that are in a legal state, because the, the legal weed states are blowing up with uh, people doing, like, this slimy extracts. And this looks like a black slimy extract on just the tip of someone's finger. But it has a little face and a fang on it. Oh like, man! No, don't Dude, that... smoke me. <laughs> I mean, that would be that. Don't that... beat me to memeing this, but I'm gonna have this. Yeah, that could be a you know you could just like shape the the extracts yeah. into all kinds of little little cute animals and, oh. and evil animals, and you know you could sell a premium for that. Yeah, you know it's I mean? like a shatter fish. Yeah, <laughs> the, the rare dab fish. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! Uh, so this is. Formed yeah. in thermal waters. Drop yeah. that on your hot nail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, it's a under underwater volcano range. So. And what's near Australia? What's some yeah. more hip dab technology I can or terminology I can drop in this situation? I don't even know anymore. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> like every time I go there, every time I go to the dispensary, there's like ten new concentrates, and yeah. I'm like, just. I don't fucking care. Right. I you just know? remember the days when Buddy would be like, you know. This is some good shit. Crumble. Peanut and that's butter. that's it. You know, hey, you have some oh. hydro. You know, and it, now it's like I got to learn terminology. <laughs> right. Oh, I got, man. It's like, it's, you know, I'm in my 40s. I don't want to have to learn a new damn language. My know? pen's coil is only good for peanut butter, but all they have is crumble. <laughs> oh. That just makes me hungry. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I had that so loud. I'm sorry. <laughs> So this is intriguing. So it is off the coast of Australia. Of course. Like, good thing it was underwater. It's a terrifying animal, so it's from near Australia, for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's probably, like, highly venomous as well. They'll, they'll discover that later. The person in this photograph is dead now. <laughs> yeah, just from holding it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's starting to get cute. You know, yeah. like, the longer you look at it, the more it's adorable. Yeah. That's yeah, my furry costume. I still kind of want... <laughs> I'll just be in a black trash bag. <laughs> <laughs> Until someone comes up with a torch and tries to smoke you. <laughs> Remember like MC Hammer pants? 
I'm a trash bag. Yeah. You just do that upside down. You just make a tunic. I'm embarrassed to say I own two pair. At didn't, one point. didn't everyone though? Yeah. You own two I pair did, of the I, trash I, bag I, ones. Yeah, I own two pair of those. Yes. Like that you bought at a store that you made with a trash bag. No, this is like okay. A, no, this is like the the, the nice ones. You know, because I didn't make like, more than one trash bag pants. I think one was like plaid. You yeah. had plaid MC Hammer pants. That is too awesome. I really want this. Yeah, it was. It was. They were cool, man. Um, it was. Our, it was my Jenko jeans. Yeah, who had Jenkos? Yeah. I was gonna say. It was. It was. That was our era, doing Rico Suave and doing the school dances. <laughs> I I didn't have Jenkos because I didn't have anything that you couldn't like. I I had to get clothes that were old enough that someone had died first, so I could buy them at the thrift store. Mm-hmm. That was my move. Like I didn't want pants that mm-hmm. were just pre-worn. I wanted oh, yeah. them like a chance someone, someone died, died in. in. Yeah. yeah. Or like died near. Like it was in their closet <laughs> in the same room they died. You didn't have to be my, wearing them. My idea of a dope outfit is it comes with ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> I, want, I want to wear that haunted shit. Ghost pants. Damn. Uh, so much ghost. fashion advice on this episode. Uh, so much. Yeah, when are we bringing Jankos back, man? I miss hope, those. Oh, God, I hope never. At least big cords. That's the thing. If you couldn't afford, afford Jankos or you didn't want to get knocked over in the yeah. wind, you just got big cords, like, yeah. with the big ripple cords. Right, But, right. like, sensible pant-like mm. flaring. Yeah. A pair of, like, the most comfortable pair of pants I ever had were corduroy. Right? What, who's yeah, going to bring always. cords back? Big ripple cords in, like, a jacket where you look like you're a, a car seat and a... <laughs> and where'd you get that? Your grandma's couch. <laughs> you wear you wear it in anywhere but Las Vegas. Las Vegas, you will die. Oh my God! Within minutes. I'm the car seat of a Plymouth Sapporo. Why couldn't you guess my Halloween costume? <laughs> Damn. Uh, that's it's as a scary looking. Is that a fish? Is it a amphibian? I think it's a fish. Pretty sure it's a fish. Yeah. It's fish adjacent. It's fish adjacent. Like <laughs> All right. Now that that nightmare is over, who we got lined up next? Let's get a sound about. Let's let's, let's go on. Oh, this is behold. Ah. Oh, that's a, yeah. That's a short one. And you guys, I lost my, my favorite reverb. I can't figure out which one it was again. Hold on. Yeah. Okay. I found it now. We're happy. <laughs> we can move on with our lives. We're learning together. Tell your friends. So they released, NASA released an updated pale blue dot photo Whoa. to mark the 30th anniversary. Did they? That's cool. If yeah. you're unfamiliar, the pale blue dot is a poem by uh, Carl Sagan. Carl Sagan about the first, uh, not the first photo of the Earth from space, but the furthest photo of the Earth from space taken by one of the Voyager probes. Voyager 2. Thank you, Josh, mm. from Planets Away. Yeah, it was, uh, and actually it was, it was actually an accident. It wasn't planned by NASA. One of the, it was, I believe they were just transiting the inner planet to the outer planets where the gas giants start. Mm. It was past the asteroid belt. Yeah, and, and then Carl was like, oh my God, take a picture at this well, point, right? Because we can I, see the I, I don't think it was actually Carl. I think it was one of the other engineers in the program. Basically, they're like, you know, it would be cool to take a picture of Earth. And so, 
you know, at that point, you'd have to rotate the... the yeah, I remember they had to the, rotate it special. The, you know, a certain orientation and, you know, use fuel that... There's a lot going in when you're talking about probes and such, but um, it, it was actually a fight. Like, some of the project managers did not want that to happen. They were afraid, you know, it's too much risk in, in, in recoding to have that done. Where few photos have affected the unity of mankind as much. Yeah, and it's well. I mean, you look at it, and it's there's. It's literally just mm -hmm. like one mm -hmm. pixel, right? Almost like that's lighter than everything I think, else. I think it was Sagan's words. I mean, it was. Just oh yeah, a, his yeah his words. It's to just it are the most incredible. amazing perspective on uh, well, life, everything. It just you know. I, yeah, look it up. Pale blue, pale pale blue. Pale blue blob. <laughs> pale blue dot. Google it. Pale Booba. It's, Sounds yeah. like a Hanson song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Paleo Bluey Dotty. Pale Blue Bop. Beauty Bop. Yeah. Which is funny because you'll be like really moved by it. You might cry. And then you'll think of Bibbidi Bop. And then <laughs> it'll pop that bubble. All right. All right. Let's, uh, let's do our last round of. The old Bilbo Baggins. Dang! We we just like high speed cruised through that last segment, you guys. We're running out of segments. We're gonna have to do a news chug when we get back. Get uh, ready. Yeah. Put on your news pants. This advertisement is being used for the purpose of soliciting sales of a timeshare plan. Restriction supply. Go to westgateterms.com for complete offer terms. I took my family on a vacation like the one you're about to hear about, and we had an amazing time. And the best part about it was the price. If you're looking for an amazing, fun-filled vacation for you and your family for an unbelievable price, keep listening for details on how you can get a fabulous four-day vacation for just $99. Hey there, budget-minded travelers. Want a four-day vacation package for just $99? Be one of the first 100 callers right now to Westgate Resorts to book this amazing offer. Westgate Resorts has your next dream vacation for just $99. Call right now to learn more. Call 800-883-1612. 800 800-883-1612. Again, that's 800-883-1612. Paid for by Westgate Resorts. Hey, Sal. Hey there, lonely boy. What the f*** was that? Dude, down here. What the f***? We are your balls. Hello. How in the hell? Sal, we don't have time to talk about that now. Dude, rubbing that bar of soap against us for like 10 seconds does nothing but just spread around your junk funk. You might as well be bagging us into a dirty mop bucket. You want to get some action from something other than yourself, don't you? Well, your first step is to stop making your most desirable place an inhospitable environment. Trust us, Al. Let us continue doing the thinking for you, big guy. Go buy some Ball Wash. Ball Wash XL today. <laughs> ball Wash? What is Ball Wash? What is Ball Wash? It's no laughing matter. Ball Wash is a powerful yet gentle pH-balanced wash formulated for a guy's most odor-prone and sensitive area. It also features activated charcoal and other natural ingredients selected for the unique properties, making it the perfect wash for balls and body. Hey, dude. You remember the other day when you were making the bed and your hand slipped off the sheet as you pulled on it and you smacked us really hard by accident? <laughs> that shit hurt, but damn it was funny. <laughs> okay, seriously now. Use promo code RADIOVEGAS at checkout and you will get 15% off your order. That's ballwash.com. 
Hey everybody, it's Crazy Jay from the Rockin' Comedy Show. And for a while now, we've been telling you about Nevada's best pooper scooper service. And that, of course, is M&N Pooper Scooper Services. They're gonna come to your home, apartment, condo. They'll come on a regular basis. They'll come twice a week. They'll come once. They'll just come once. Maybe you're having a big event, maybe a wedding or something in the yard. You gotta clean it up. They specialize in what you hate to do, and that's cleaning up after your pets. Let's face it, we really don't like it, but these guys, they'll get the job done at a reasonable price. They are licensed and insured professionals who are trained thoroughly to clean your yard. Hey, this is Mike, the owner and founder of Eminem Pooper Scooper Services. Call today and mention RadioVegas.rocks for $10 off your first service. So check out Eminem Pooper Scooper Services today. Be sure to get your mix of music, listen to us with the RadioVegas.rocks app available at the App Store, and check out our VIP card, interact with us in our chat room, and scheduling of our RadioVegas.rocks shows, plus podcasts. It's all available on RadioVegas.rocks app. I'm legit dying. Visit me in the hospital. This? I will not. <laughs> Greasy Conversation is the name of the talk show you're listening to right now. And it's time for more dank news. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, real quick, I, I found this because we were, Laws and I were talking about a uh, top 10 list. Uh-huh. And we were trying to find uh, some top 10, top 10 lists. And then we found top 10, top 10, top 10 lists. Yeah. Interesting. List on it, list. It just got out of control, but they were all old, so we couldn't actually find any good ones. But it's I listless. Did, I did dig this up, which is a. Uh, I love this some, sound. It's my favorite. Some some zoos leaving some Amazon style reviews about their animals. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Come pretty... take a look at the monkey. He's a little <laughs> shit. So the first if you one. Like having feces I, I tossed it in. It's it's like they should be able to find it. Which, by the way, like don't go to zoos. Most of them, well, I mean, some of them help the animals. Most of them just drug them. Don't go to the drug zoos. <laughs> right. Unless they're giving you drugs, then that's okay. Boy, yeah. if I'd had that advice 20 years ago. <laughs> and a little for the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> right. So the first one, this, like, uh, crazy-looking frog, and it's just one star. Very unsatisfied with the shipping. I ordered a frog, and what I got was this big melted pile. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> this frog looks so melty. This frog looks like it has Botox eyebrows. <laughs> right. Oh, it looks delicious, though. I don't know. This frog looks delicious. I'm not. I'm going to stand by it. The no. frog looks like Peter Griffin when he got fat. I'd cook it first. It looks like a big lump of wasabi. Oh, God. It yeah. does look like right? wasabi. Yeah. Open up. Then we got a... Look at it like grinning somebody, at you, too. It looks like somebody dropped an eyeball on a pile of guacamole. <laughs> this frog has a legit smile like there's a crack on the side of its uh, yeah totally it's a thin lift little little knowing grin it's looking up at you I think there's... this this frog looks more, more rapey than the otter did <laughs> you'd like it though I, I'd be down from this, this frog yeah. this frog could seduce me <laughs> you know when you see like a like I'll just be blunt about it a fat woman with a gorgeous face mm-hmm. that there's certain kinds of ways a woman's face can get fat where it's just so adorable mm. This frog's like the grandpa version of that. <laughs> <laughs> like you just want to get a Werther's original from him. Uh, you just know that's got like a base 
uh, like a bass for gonna croak to it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Bob's like croak, croak. Babaloo. Schnitzelberger. Minneapolis. This frog's name is Minneapolis now. Uh, All right, sorry, new animals. All right. Uh, then the next one is, uh, you won't be disappointed. The stylish little unit is amazing. Sound quality A+, plus, no distortion at full volume, but bass is a little weak. Top rotates, which is a plus. That's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. That's that pretty good. Yeah. It's, I think this is a great horned owl. Not that I'm like master of owl breeds, but mm. that just happens to be an owl I did an elementary school report on. Anyway, the owl uh, do looks you really know shocked. About owls? owls always look shocked. Yeah, like most owls. Which this... doesn't make sense because they can hear so well. They, <laughs> you know that they're there, but they always look shocked. It's 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 like it's just looking at you and judging you silently. This owl wishing you were a mouse so he can eat. This owl looks like its judgment is uh is. <coughs> terror this is the, yeah. the owl looks scared well i feel like the larger owls would could probably fuck a person up oh yeah like they have huge mm. talons and yeah you know, it wouldn't take no it wouldn't take but one lick to get to the center of a two tootsie pop <laughs> nah, it, right it'd be all beak right away <laughs> oh no the world's about to find the fuck out yeah all right get into the juicy center back to owls i mean uh, otters this one looks more rapey than the first one. Jeez, oh, yeah. uh, now that I know this, I otters know, right? aren't cute anymore. Yeah, otters are canceled. <laughs> yeah, overall, we're not we're not going to indulge this. Overall, very good first impressions. Sturdy built, totally winter ready and waterproof. Only comes in brown, but that's actually a plus for me. <laughs> I just am picturing the otter saying this, like the otter just because the otter's looking over its shoulder. Like, I just caught uh, this gentleman's attention while in line. Like, excuse me, sir. Uh, can you tell me how the Lakers are doing? <laughs> <laughs> you would know. He's been, he, he just was in the lake. He yeah. turns and looks at me like this. Yeah. <laughs> this is the look. Like, I'm disgusted with you, but I don't know if you know better. All right. All right. Down. Oh, LA Zoo, That's too. Great. Wow. Sorry, LA. Oh, an unburned koala. Aw, jeez. <laughs> oh, man. man, I have to look at all these the saddest way possible. <laughs> right. I'm looking at the co the otter and thinking about Kobe and being right. sad. Down. <laughs> Just go down to the duck, duck-billed platypus. <laughs> this is a white alligator, but I, I thought... How funny it would be if Greg thought this was a duck-billed platypus. <laughs> <laughs> it's an albino alligator. Wait, you guys really need to do these animal segments more often. <laughs> Why does its duck-bill have all these teeth? <laughs> I read uh, Wikipedia told me they were a docile species. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I don't have a hand anymore. <laughs> Let me just show the audience ducks with teeth really quick. Ducks, oh God. ducks with teeth. <laughs> what in the world? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's a Florida man right there. All right, now we're now we're back. Oh, so God. we're going down to the ooh, another otter. Yeah, I was like, there's a few otters. There's an echidna, armadillo. There we go. Yep. I'm at the I'm at the platypus. Yeah, not what I ordered. I ordered a duck, otter, and beaver bundle. <laughs> Apparently, there was some kind of freak accident shipping or something. Contacted shipper. They claim no error bad, so I never <laughs> buy again. <laughs> This is such a funny trend. Like, like anyone can play along with this. Yeah, totally. Just bear. warning: not as labeled. This is a straight up bear, <laughs> not, not a sloth, sloth, not a sloth bear hybrid. 
Very good quality bear, as long as you know what you're getting into. <laughs> uh, did you guys ever see the one Amazon review about the the 15 foot beach ball? Yes, we covered <laughs> That's that. That's my favorite yeah. Amazon review yeah. of all time. So, oh, greasyconversation.com, if you use the search box at the bottom, uh, in search for a giant beach ball, we had a, an episode where we totally read all the reviews of this giant beach ball. Yeah. Freaky enough is that, like, a lot of the reviews aren't to be funny. They're about genuine human injury that have occurred. <laughs> so, this yeah. beach ball was like seven, eight feet tall, and people will get it rolling and then run and jump and grab a hold of it and roll over the top with it. And someone broke their arm, right? Of course, a gust of wind b- b- yeah. comes uh, comes up and it like throws the, the the ball into people and yeah. knocking children over along the <laughs> path, which I think is hilarious. It knocks just... a stroller in front of a bus. It remind it reminds me of uh, Critters. Yeah, that eighties horror movie where they all like. <laughs> Roll up in the giant ball and they just roll over someone and like it's just a skeleton, a bloody skeleton. Left. Oh my god, I forgot. Yeah, dude, classic. Yeah, classic just, horror it's a cult movie man. I haven't seen probably since the eighties. Yeah, it's I was terrible. picturing a ton of kids holding onto the ball. The ball is just covered in dumb kids <laughs> <laughs> rolling around crying. Yeah. All these little these little critters, get your fucking critters off my beach ball. <laughs> they roll over a pizza and the pizza's just decimated. <laughs> like a pizza skeleton. <laughs> That's all crusts. What's it? Just bread? <laughs> they roll over some sandwiches. There's just piles of crusts there. <laughs> it's the chorus of kids. Thanks, Mom. Yeah, kid yeah. ball. It's it's critters, too. All right. All right enough of these animals. This, this yeah. Is, they're... You know, it's you can go through and look at it on your own. We have a lot of cool news items we didn't even touch this episode to cruise through and get caught up and look smart to your friends, or at least look clever, at least look fun. And I got really in there. Yeah, that's. Have you guys seen a um, Garth Brooks like social media? When he does, he always like leans in. He's like, "We're gonna have fun. We're gonna get really close to the microphone." <laughs> I have that, cool uh, things. Is that a, is that a Chris Gaines thing? <laughs> <laughs> it's like country ASMR. Oh God, <laughs> terrible! I, We're about to have a hoedown while I rub the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Shh, quiet! It's such a soft sheep. Dude, I like at work they play just pop country songs way too much. I'm just... closing the latch on the barn door. Man. It's a fucking crime against humanity, man. <laughs> Red Just... Solo Cup. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, somebody played a song at the bar last night. I was when I watched the ninth game, and it was like the most terrible pop country song I've ever heard in my life. Um, I got another one. Oh. Like you slowly brush the mane of a horse with a condenser mic right up against it. There's so many good ASMRs in the countryside. Or just like uh, just uh, tossing bales of hay. The milk bucket, milking into a bucket. Yeah, <laughs> I think hay. Bale, yeah, just tossing bales of hay. Well, you just rub your hand over the hay. Just. We gotta get the the lift, you know, and just. Oh the, yeah. Yeah. The, the crunch the of the hay landing sounds yeah. like more delicious. This is all on, from on someone. Tap's market. I hate. <laughs> I gave it such a chance, and at first I thought it wasn't working. And then I realized it was working and just making me subconsciously uncomfortable. Yeah. So I felt like like I needed to put more clothes on. <laughs> yeah, some people don't like that that little 
tingle on the. Some people don't like back. inappropriate touch. Fine. Maybe I don't like strangers touching my spine. Yeah. Get your hand out of my back of my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> you know when you're standing in line and someone just like sticks their cold hand down the back of your shirt. No. <laughs> no, thankfully. It's the worst. You know, like thankfully. Someone just gives you like the little. <laughs> He the fact that you turn around, it's an otter. <laughs> How's that otter gonna van? The last time I'm going to Trader Joe's. <laughs> Why does that otter have like one of those Halloween bags of candy? Oh man. All right. What and about oddly, our... and oddly enough, generic um, uh, frozen pops. Cheap ass otters. <laughs> <laughs> generic frozen pops. Damn. Oh you yeah, otter pops. Yeah. Ah, I just got it. <laughs> <laughs> are otter pops a thing? Otter pops are canceled now. That company's going no, under. Still, they're still out there, brother. It's just we don't shop in that best. aisle. They still got the Huggies, too. The Otter has that professor beard, too. Like, he's in that position of trust, manipulating his authority. It's like, oh, I can get you an A. Why do, you, why do they have to use, like, figures of authority to try to sell, like, kid stuff? Like, Captain Crunch, come on. Oh, yeah, what kids are paying attention to the captain? Like, yeah, what kids, so, like, they would have bought from Lieutenant easily. Oh, this owl <laughs> looks like he's such a university professor. He looks like, like all my idols. Right, you know. Scholastically, this is the treat for me. <laughs> Damn. And what the, what's the deal with Jolly Ranchers? I don't know. It sounds like a good well, time. Yeah, last sounds thing like I a think very of, niche well, good time. So last thing I think of when I think of a rancher is fruit candy. Yeah. Maybe if it was like beef jerky or something, that would be a Jolly Rancher. Dude, beef don't get me started about beef jerky, you guys. It's keto time. <laughs> it's keto time. <laughs> Oh, man. All right, this one. <coughs> uh, mysterious radio signal from spaces repeating every 16 days. Ooh, teased it to the end. We actually did that. Yeah, yeah we had to. So the the name of the game is FRBs, or FURBs, or Fast Radio Bursts, and they're all the rage in uh, the new... Setting. Well, it's like a, a, a new uh, network mm. is the best way of putting it, of scientists... Uh, combining the Canadian hydrogen intensity mapping experiment. Yeah, that sounds legit as fuck. Yeah, so they're they're teaming up on on data around the world mm -hmm. of everyone listening to the heavens because yeah. there's a lot of places you can listen from and if you try to listen to too broadly, then you hear too much at once. There's so much noise coming in from the sky that you really got to aim your ears at stuff and the fact that we haven't heard a coherent message yet um, doesn't mean that there isn't one aimed right at us that we're not aware of, right. that we can't uh, decipher from the noise. But we can tell that there's these fast radio bursts. Sometimes they take, in this case, days to repeat and be the same duration. Sometimes they're uh, spoof. Sometimes their their reoccurrence <coughs> is completely random, but they always come from the same space. Mm -hmm. Sometimes a similar one team seems to come from different places that could be a similar phenomena. Two uh, fast radio bursts have already been very closely tied to completely different phenomena. Mm -hmm. So there's definitely vastly different things that can happen in space that can cause a similar burst of radio energy from mm -hmm. something like a pulsar or a quasar to something like neutron a neutron star. Yeah, yeah. It could be something emanating uh, a 
a steady stream that something blocks periodically, like a, mm. a like a planet getting in the oh, way, like orbital or like being interrupted by orbital path. Maybe right. like binary systems. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many things that cause these uh, fast radio bursts, but this one is interesting because we've actually been able to keep these gigantic piles of data and filter through them long enough to discover that this signal from the same place and same duration and characteristics repeated over the course of days. Mm. So to listen to something that's that low frequency, Mm. it's like so low frequency as days between waveform peaks, basically, like metaphorically. It's not... Yeah. Who's to say, you know, the signal might have been affected by... You know, dark matter it might be affected by gravitational waves along along the way. Yeah, it could get lensed up. It, it, for how the distance we're talking about, I mean, there's so much variables that can come into something like this. It's not something that's they're even close to being able to say is any anything other than than natural phenomenon. For yeah, sure, totally. But uh, it, it's intriguing. It, it's 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 intriguing. I I think the fact that it's so. Um, uh, common, like it's repeating in a uh, consistent in a consistent. Thank you in a consistent uh, manner. You know, it seems like it's a natural phenomena. Yeah, in this so, case, yeah. definitely does. Mm. It, but being able to just detect and uh, set aside mm. and classify all the natural things lets us really tell yeah. when something stands out. Because at this point, if we don't know what's yeah. unusual, then we don't know what to care about. And this and this alone should, you know, should convince people that, you know, it's important to invest in science, invest in research, because yeah, we don't right. know so much still. And something like this is it's groundbreaking. Um, you might think you've met a lizard person. You might have thought... Mm-hmm that you saw some high-ranking government mm-hmm. official blink with two eyelids, mm-hmm. but... You might have seen a movie starring Roddy, Roddy, Roddy Piper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, it, but in the end, unless we can confirm some data together, we're not mm-hmm. getting anywhere. Yeah, and this so this signal is traced to a massive spiral galaxy 500 million light years away. It's pretty freaking far. 500 million the fact that we can get anything from that like okay yeah. we can't even go the speed of light but if we did it'd still take 500 million years yeah it's like we could evolve into a couple different yeah. species by the time we could ever get there yeah oh. or like something that far away if uh if it was a, a civilization sending out a message like by the time it got here they could be yeah. uh, but like way before it ever got here they could just totally be extinct oh absolutely yeah. and same with same with us we like the what did we send out in the Voyager the little the, the gold golden disc. plate yeah the golden, yeah, plate. The golden record yeah. yeah the the idea that uh, there either isn't or is for sure life in the universe besides mm. us so that's anything mm. like us to to say conclusively one or the other is really rough although mathematically you kind of gotta say that it's more likely than not yeah wow. but just there's so many there's so many variables in such an yeah. amazing distance yeah and it's so large that. Well, it's always interesting to think about because, like, everything's moving away from each other. Right. So we're at a pretty, like, unique point in time. I don't know, like, how far or how long it's going to take, but eventually, like, everything, all galaxies are going to be so far away from each other that you won't be able to tell that everything's moving away or even won't even be able to detect other galaxies, Mm. like, eventually. So there could be some future civilization who couldn't figure that out. Or another theory that I've uh, I've heard is that... um, 
black holes eventually will co convalesce into one black hole, which is going to bring the universe back together, which is going to uh, um, eventually end up into a new big, big bang. Like create a singularity and stuff. Mm -hmm. and then, yeah. So Very we also possible. have a related link about block universe theory, which uh, revolves around the passing of time being an illusion because whatever the present is is just one single location in space-time. So time is a location, which can also be helpful in the idea of traversing these giant spans of distance. Because the only reason why the distance is an issue is that it takes so long and that we care about things taking a long time. Yeah, yeah. If we can exist and uh, manipulate, take in data, output um, uh, manipulation of matter, mm. what else do we do as a living thing? Take in data, manipulate matter. Mm -hmm. If you can do that, uh, but have time be irrelevant, then these distances are irrelevant. Right. It's just another distance. Mm -hmm. So if you can uh, be immune to one measure of distance being time, then you can equally be immune to these other crazy distances and travel. Just You'd have to be not in a hurry. So what if patience is the key to interstellar travel, but like patience on a molecular level, like being able to not degrade being yeah, able to stave age. off entropy. Because mm -hmm. we, we travel through space as long as we don't take too long without a problem with entropy, unless we run into stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, it, it, we don't entropy as much as we do with this vast amount of time just sitting there, just moving through time, which takes us no effort. We can just move through this other, um, uh, what do you call like Dimension. Dimension, thank you. We're good at moving through time. Uh, we just entropy. We're, we take tons of energy to move in, in locational space, but we can do that right away without entropying. So it's like, if we could exist as matter, but still be what is human, like we wouldn't be human beings, but if you could separate the consciousness, so to speak, mm, yeah. and put it in this thing that's like a human, Download but it's made... Download your personality. Yeah, if that could be done, but then translate, transmitted into a... moved over into a body that instead of being made out of regular matter that has these restrictions with time and space, it's another type of matter that, say, uh, can travel through time no problem, it just takes energy, but they sit there in entropy and distance. Mm. So the moment that they're, they're constantly moving, mm -hmm. uh, so you're this being that you could never catch up with as a human because you're constantly in, in what we would consider physical motion, mm -hmm. but you could be anywhere in the universe at once, uh, at any time. That might be yeah. the key to traveling, is traveling not as humans or as machines, but as some kind of machine with a different type of matter yeah, that, well, that like interacts a, differently. A common, well, that's always like a common theme in like sci-fi as far as... Well, if they're trying to do kind of like not super far in the future where humans are still traveling really far distances of everyone getting in like... It's usually like cryo... Yeah. Genics and stuff, you know. Right. If so it's that, not a warp drive, it's usually cryogenic. Yeah, yeah. It's the lazy way out of a, a, a physics, physics problem with it. Um, it's it's intriguing in the fact that theoretics has gotten to this point. And to me, it's it's it's. I'm still at the what if CAT really spells dog phase with this because I think of string theory. I think of. Um, uh, all these uh, talk of alternate dimensions, and we have no clue. Yeah, there's a lot we still don't know. I mean, it's it's like, just it's it's we, there's yeah. no I can't fathom a hypothesis or a way of even grasping that level. 
I wonder if there, I'd make a horrible physicist, by the way. If there's be been a great any, pharmacist, but <laughs> I wonder if there's been any sci-fi stories that have dealt with a entity that moves through locational space the way we move through time, yes. just constantly, unavoidably. They're just zipping past, and you can never like interact with them as a person because well, they're always I mean, I don't know. they're I, never in one place. I mean, I I, I don't know. But they could go anywhere in time, just expending expending some energy. I'm sure there has. What been. was the navigator? Like, imagine you could go somewhere in else Doom? in time, but you could never be at a place in time. So like, oh, uh, I can go ten years in the past. I can go a hundred years in the future, but I'll never be at a location physically. Oh, that's kind of weird. Yeah, uh, it's like what the a paradox. Closest thing I can think of is the navigator in Dune. Well, they were flight of the navigator. No, with Pee Wee Herman, no. the voice. No, and doing the no, and doing the navigators were just for like uh, traveling through space because they had to like. I thought block. they had a time thing. In, in no, some people in Dune can see the future, but yeah. the navigators that's they could see the future of the of space travel so that they could predict the accurate path so that they didn't like wind up mm -hmm. flying into a planet. Yeah. So, so yeah, now Dune. it's time to do some spice. Yeah. And uh, the spice must flow. Spice must flow. Tragically. That's it, man. It's it. It's already it. Stay tuned. RadioVegas.rocks has all kinds of fun content at that. That was a blast, guys. Thank you, you so much. You can also look up Radio Vegas Rocks on YouTube for more streaming video time like this. Ring the bell, bust a like, tell your friends. Uh, greasy Conversations. The thing that is also the name of the website. Oh, my spinning light. No! <laughs> there we go. It's back. It's back. Awesome. All right. All right. If you don't have kids to hug, hug kids that you're related to with consent. Uh, hug your pets. Kids. Pet, pet your cat. Go pet your cat. Hug your cat. Look around.